0: Are you all In, like really in, like 100% in, not 99, 98%, 100% all in. Are you all in on your business? Are you all in for that big goal or vision of yours? If you're not, that's going to be slowing you down and making things feel way harder than they need to be. On today's show, I want to pose this question to you Are you all in? I want to talk to you about why going all in will really serve you and make achieving the things you want to easier and faster. What's not to like about that? I'm going to be sharing with you several ways that I've gone all in on my business and how that's translated to success and ease for me. But because I like to keep things real, I'm also going to tell you about something I didn't go all in on and how that panned out. (laughs) Because I want you to reap the rewards of going all in, I'll be sharing some key telltale signs that you're not all in so that you can decide today, am I going all in? Today's This show might be precisely the pep talk you need to say, screw it, I'm all in. So let's go all in. Let's go to the show. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast, bringing you strategy, mindset, and a dash of woo. So join me while we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, my lovely. How are you doing? It's me, Corrie Javid from corriejavid.com, and I am just having the most beautiful morning. I did some meditation. I did some visualization. I've drunk my all-important morning cup of tea in... Ooh, my I am limitless mug. Oh yeah, so handy having a mother who's a very talented potter and makes beautiful handmade mugs and glazes them with whatever I like on the side. Very much enjoying that every day, reminding myself that I'm limitless. And here I am inside the blanket fort speaking with you. What a wonderful day to be having. (laughs) So, I've been thinking lately, and you may have seen my post on this, but I've been thinking about holiday blues because we obviously came back recently, kind of recently now, from three weeks that we spent in Canada just having the most marvelous time. I've probably gushed about that holiday enough already. or like, just quit it. <laughs> and the thing that I found really interesting was when we returned, I noticed this really distinct lack of holiday blues. And it's funny because I, I haven't suffered from holiday blues since owning my own business. But I think because we were away for so long, it would have been easy to come back and feel kind of like, oh, we had such a good time. And now we're back to reality. And I didn't have that at all. We had the most beautiful time. And I was equally as happy to return home and get back into my business, which I adore. And the reason I'm bringing this to you is because if you found yourself suffering from the holiday blues, if you took a holiday over the summer, or if you just had some time off, or if you're feeling like you just really need like some long time off from your business, or even if you're finding those kind of Sunday night mm, or Monday blues setting in, I'd really urge you to have a think about that because if you are a business owner, it is totally up to you <laughs> how you feel in that way, right? So if you're being employed, I would argue as well that it's up to you But I know, having been there, that it's kind of much harder. <laughs> but if you have your business you're in total control. If you're not loving what you do within your business, it's time to make some changes. If you're not loving the work that you do and excited to get to work in your business, then have a think about why. Do you have good enough boundaries in place? Are you doing work that fulfills you or is it because you're on the struggle bus? But All of those things are in your power to change. So I just wanted to make a quick note on that. If you want me to do an episode digging into that more, give me a shout. But I just wanted to share that with you because I noticed that distinct lack of holiday blues on my part. And it just made me think about how when you are like pretty much in love with your life all the time, it means that you never have that feeling of, oh no, back to reality, whether that's on a Monday or after a holiday. So if you're not feeling that way. If you're not like, yay, I get to work in my business, then I'd love you to have a think about that. So that's what's going on over here. Just that reflection on holiday blues. And also I've just been getting, the other reason I'm in a great mood, I'm getting the sweetest messages from the ladies inside my Limitless Money course. I am absolutely, absolutely. Adoring hearing. I feel like I've used the word adore several times, and I'm just in that kind of a gushy happy mood. (laughs) Sorry, not sorry. Uh, I'm adoring the kinds of messages that they're sending me. So they've been telling me about how the course has shifted their relationship with money completely. Some of them have brought forward plans of things that they kind of felt were like a year to three years time. And they're doing those things now. How incredible is that? And of course, making more money already. And so it's just the best hearing those things. So, but I would love, so that's what I'm celebrating over here today. I'd love to know what you're celebrating. Send me an email, reply to one of my emails, send me a DM over on Instagram. I always like to hear from you. I really want to talk to you today though about some thing and it's actually really just one question and it's this are you all in like really all in and here's why I want to ask this if you're not all in it actually makes things much harder for you. And you might not be aware of that. It makes earning money more difficult. It makes pursuing your vision of success a struggle. And I hate things to be hard for you because, you know, I hate things to be hard for me too. And you know me, I love ease. So today, I want to talk about what it really means to go all in. I'm going to tell you some ways in which I've gone all in, how it's really paid off for me, and let's talk about some things that might indicate that you're not all in, so you can recognize them, go all in, and find things much easier. And the surprising truth about going all in is that when you go all in, you can actually relax in some aspects. So we'll get into that as we dive into the show. I feel like today's show, just to give you a heads up here, could also double up as a drinking game if you were still in the sort of place in your life where you did drinking games. That for me was my university years. Then I feel like you could do a shot every time I say the words all in on today's episode and be trashed by the end of it. Uh, Anywho, I'm expecting that you're probably not doing a drinking game, but it just made me giggle. Um, So here's the thing, maybe you're listening to this and thinking, but I am all in, Corrie, in which case, cool and high five. But let's also just check in on that to make sure, because maybe you think you are and you're not, in which case, I want to save you from that as well, because that can also be a source of struggle and overwhelm. Maybe you've just been finding things hard. Maybe making money feels hard. Finding time for your business feels hard. Finding time for the mindset work that this woman whose podcast you listen to is always banging on about the importance of. (laughs) Maybe that feels hard. Maybe you're just feeling generally overwhelmed. If any of those things are ringing true for you, this is going to be an interesting question for you to ponder today. So let's break it down. First of all, what does it really mean to go all in? Well, first of all, let's look at what you're going all in on and what that means. So are you going all in on the idea that you get to be successful? Are you going all in on your business? Are you going all in on a specific goal? When you're going all in, you're kind of committing to a future that is different and showing up for that future and not letting your past dictate that future. You're saying, I'm doing something different. I want something better, more enjoyable, more fun, whatever the thing is. And I'm going after it and I've decided it's happening. And decision is really the key here when it comes to going all in. I would argue, if you are not 100% in, you're not all in. If there is any part of you, let's use your business, for example, because we're pretty much all business owners here, right? If you don't feel like you are all in on your business, it means that you still have doubts as to whether this is the thing that you want to be doing, or this is a thing that you could be doing, or should be doing, or will actually work out. You're still deciding, when you're still deciding, you're not all in. If you've got a plan B, you're not all in. And when you go all in, you get to stop deciding. And that's why you actually get to relax a bit because you've probably heard the phrase decision fatigue before but when you're not all in it means that you are re on practically a daily basis and having that whirling around in your mind creates a lot of chatter and that can drain you and be one of the reasons maybe why you might be feeling overwhelmed. So maybe it is your business or maybe you are all in on your business and you're like no this is what I'm doing this is just what I do and that's a really good indication that you are all in this is just what I do it's who I am maybe you're all in in that respect but maybe you have a goal you'd kind of quite like to go after but you're kind of toing and froing with it you're some days believing in it some days feeling like oh I don't know maybe it's not going to happen maybe I should readjust my expectations then you're not all in on that goal. When you're all in on a goal, how that looks is that you just, just show up every day and take action in the direction of the goal because you're not slowing yourself down by redeciding every day. day. Like, should I really go for this goal? Is it possible for me? Can I really pull this off? When you're all in on a goal, you're just leaving that waste of energy, that decision making aside, the decision has already been made. It's happening. I may not know how, I may not know when, but I know that it's happening. I am all in. Okay. So the really why I want you to go all in on your vision, your goals, your dream, your business, anything that you desire is because it means that when you are all in you get to decide once and for all and stop making that decision and that clears up so much energy and space in your brain a lot of the time the reason we feel overwhelmed it's not actually because we have a ton to do yes we have a ton to do it's we're never going to not have a to-do list we're never going to be free of things to do and actually that probably be boring right <laughs> but it's rarely that it's because of how we're feeling Balance is a feeling, overwhelm is a feeling. And so one of the things that really can contribute to overwhelm is when you are in this push-pull feeling of, I quite want this thing, I don't know if I'm going after it, I quite want this thing, I don't know if I should go after it, I quite want this thing, but I don't know if I'm capable, I don't know if I should even allow myself to desire that thing. All of that means that you are still in the process of deciding, you're not all in, and it's just so draining. And that's why I would love you to go all in on the things that you desire to have in your life. Now, these could be physical things, they could be intangible things, whatever it is I want you to think about, what is it that I really desire? What is it that I really want to be doing? And then go all in. There's some great psychological research around 98%, being 98% committed to something is actually harder work than 100% commitment. And it's for this very reason that I'm talking about here, because when you are 100% in, decision's made, it's not even a choice anymore. And so you free yourself from that ongoing decision fatigue that comes about as a result. Um, Ben Hardy is a researcher in, I think, organizational behavior. And some of the research that he did is he asked a load of entrepreneurs about their experiences of becoming successful and becoming entrepreneurs versus a load of want-to-be, wannabe (laughs) entrepreneurs. And the thing that distinguished the two groups, the ones who kind of wanted to be an entrepreneur and the ones who were entrepreneurs and were successful in their fields was this thing that they all had in common, the people on the entrepreneur side, was that they had reached at least one and often several points of no return. And so anytime you're going all in, you'll notice that there will be just a point of no return. Now, sometimes you orchestrate manifest circumstances that force you to really go all in and, and acknowledge that this is a point of no return. Sometimes you can just make a decision that makes this a point of no return. I'll give you some examples of points of no return for me. Uh, when I was, when I found out that my job was at risk when I was in the corporate space, um, I had a decision to make there. And the whole time I was making the decision, I felt stressed and overwhelmed. And then one day I just decided, do you know what? I Because the decision I had to make was, am I going to try to find another job internally, try to find another job on the market, or am I going to, Take the severance, leave, and try to make something work on my own, try to start my own business. So that was the decision that I was trying to make. And so the whole time I was making the decision, I was not all in, right? And so it was stressful. It was a really stressful time for me and really overwhelming. And then one day I was just like, snapped and I was like, that's it. I've just decided. I am all in. This is happening. And so taking the redundancy and leaving the company that I'd worked at and the security, quote unquote, not really secure when they make you redundant, right? Um, but the security, people could perceive that of, you know, on the private healthcare and all the benefits, blah, blah, blah. And what I thought at the time was a good wage. And I kind of laugh now. <laughs> um, but The point is, I went past the point of no return because I left, I walked out, I didn't have a job to go into. It was on, it was happening. And now I could have then gone into a new decision of, oh, well, am I actually really all in on my new business? But I had already decided before I left, I'm all in, I'm going to commit to making this work and so I didn't slow myself down any longer at that point by still redeciding every day can I even do this? Is this even possible? Should I be doing this? Maybe I should actually be looking for a job. I didn't bother myself and waste my energy with those decisions because I was all in. And so then I went to and immediately, oh not immediately, but very shortly after leapt into and created a point of no return for myself, which was investing thousands of pounds in my first round of coaching with my coach, who is still with today, the beautiful, wonderful Lacey Sights, and so that investment for me was also a point of no return because it was such a significant sum of money for us. It came at a time when it did not, quote unquote, make sense for us to be investing that kind of money in this. But that was my way of saying I am all in. So I was kind of recommitting at that point and creating a new point of no return. And investment is often a really great point of no return. Other points of no return, I have been hiring my first team member, signing up for this, millionaire makers mastermind that I'm in. Doing something which indicates that you are all in. This is happening. It just is happening. There is no alternative. Okay. So that's to me what it means to go all in. So I'd love you to have a think about where you have gone all in already in your life and how that's worked out for you and where you're perhaps not going all in, but you would like to be. So the second part of this is becoming the sort of person who so on one of my recent really recent episodes being a six-figure business owner I talked about how we often get this wrong we think that we need to have something first before we can do things in a certain way and then be a certain way and actually it's all backwards we need to Be the person who has the thing before we have the thing. When we are being that person, then we can do the sorts of things that get us to our goal and then we get to achieve the goal. So be, do, have. It goes in that order. And so I was talking about being a six-figure business owner right here, right now, if that's not something that is true for you yet or being a seven-figure business owner or being the type of person who insert thing that you desire. Okay. So this works in absolutely all areas of life, but we're going to stick with money and business here. But what you want to do is align your very being with the thing that you desire. And then when you do that, as I've explained before, but you take actions on the same level Because you're taking actions on the same level as who you are being. So if you are reaching for a goal, let's just stick with six-figure business owning at the moment because it's easy. Let's say you want to, you're going all in on being a six-figure business owner Well, when you go all in, you decide that you're going to show up and be a six-figure business owner today. So when you go to take the actions that a six-figure business owner would take, you are already being a six-figure business owner. You're already in that energy, that state, and that vibration. And so those actions required of a six-figure business owner are on like the same plane. They are in total alignment with you at the same level up here in the same place. What happens is if you're not all in and you're not being the future you right now, the future you that already has the thing that you're trying to achieve, then when you go and try to take actions, they feel too much of a stretch, they feel too hard and then you have all the doubt and the worry that creeps in. And that's because you're not being that person and acting from that place. I mean, also, of course, on top of that, when you're being that person, you get inspired ideas of how to act from that state of being too. But even with that aside, just going and trying to take the actions that, you know, a six-figure business owner would take without being embodying acting like feeling like a six-figure business owner it feels much more difficult because you're acting from you're starting from a different vibration a different level of energy in a different place you're literally stretching up and trying to act above where your vibe is does that make sense And so that's why I would love you to go all in, because when you go all in, you get to show up and just become the sort of person who dot 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 insert your thing, (laughs) whatever your thing is. It could be, I am just the sort of person who makes six figures. I am just the sort of person who goes to the gym every day. I am just the sort of person who journals every morning. When it becomes who you are you don't have to decide anymore. You eliminate that decision fatigue. You don't need willpower because you just are that person. And then you get to reap the rewards of acting from that place. And things feel so much easier. So can you see how when you go all in and when you start to become the sort of person who has the types of things or is doing the sorts of things that you want to do, it makes your life much easier. It means that you can get off of the struggle bus because so much of the struggle bus is the fatigue that comes from redeciding, The fatigue that comes from when you are redeciding, you're kind of allowing and giving um, scope to the self-doubt to creep in. Okay, I want to share with you some of the things that I've gone all in on, just so we can kind of use them as a mini case study, see how it's worked to my advantage, how it's made my life easier. And I'm also going to share for you something that I didn't go all in on for a while and why that felt harder and then what happened when I went all in. So the first one I've already shared with you was going all in on my business. When I left my corporate job, I had no plan B. I was not searching for a job. I wasn't going to get a part-time job to supplement things. I was all in in now that's not me talking against you having a part-time job while you're growing your business everybody needs to have their own plan of action don't misunderstand me there But mentally, I was all in. I was just the type of person who had their own business, even though I'd never had my own business before then, and I had no idea how I was going to make it work. I was just showing up and taking the actions as best I could from the place of being a person who has a business. If I wasn't all in, it would have taken much longer for my business to grow. And one of the reasons why I had quick success early on was because I was all in that's really fundamentally it. I was all in. So I was making the decisions from that place of being all in. I secured the um, support that I need by investing because I was already all in, (laughs) right? Um, The other way that I've gone all in on my business and it has paid off is just deciding that I am the type of person who works 25 hours a week or less Now, I never have to decide how many hours I'm working. I never have to decide if when I'm growing my business, I should be upping my hours in order to scale. It's not something I even consider. There is no decision fatigue there. There is no willpower required to only work 25 hours a week because I am just the sort of person who works 25 hours a week or less, most often less, if we're honest. (laughs) Um, It's because I just decided I went all in on that. It became a non-negotiable. It's who I be. (laughs) Okay. And so, Because of that, it's made growing my business within that 25 hour a week boundary so much easier because I'm not considering the alternatives. I'm not wasting my time with the alternatives. I'm not expending my energy working more than 25 hours a week than getting annoyed with myself because I worked more than 25 hours a week than trying to cut back and all that nonsense because I just decided. And so that's how it's paid off for me because my business has continued to grow and grow and grow revenue wise and I've never deviated from that because it's not even an option because I'm all in on working 25 hours a week or less and so it just means that I just make all of my decisions from for how to scale my business from that place so I don't get that fatigue of adding in the added dimension of do I stick to the 25 hours maybe I should do something differently it eliminates that it makes it much clearer for me much makes me uh, quicker with my other subsequent decisions so let's say I'm looking at adding in a new revenue stream I wouldn't even occur to me to think about do I need to add in some extra hours I'm like okay how can this work with within my 25 hour work week what kind of support am I going to need to make that happen so I ask the right questions and I get the results that I want because I am just being the person who only works 25 hours a week or less Um, another um, example for you is earning six figures. So my business is earning more than six figures at the moment. And obviously I'm scaling to seven, but I went all in on earning six figures in my business quite early on, It was just a goal that I decided. It's just one of those handy, nothing, by the way, nothing magical happens when you hit six figures. Don't delude yourself there. Yes, it's lovely, but nothing magical happens. Um, No unicorns leapt out um, of the sky, (laughs) unfortunately, that day. Um, But the thing is, is it's an easy marker for us right it's an easy kind of milestone to aim for and i wanted that milestone because it felt like an achievement to me and i felt like if i grow my business to six figures while working 25 hours a week or less and of course there's no other way for me because i'm just kind of a person who only works 25 hours a week or less then that will feel like a real achievement then i'll know that actually i could scale to any amount working 25 hours a week or less so I went all in on this. I did not deviate from that goal. So that goal looked like for a while, like it was hard. It looked like it was... Uh, difficult. I didn't know how I was going to get there. I didn't know when it was going to happen. I did not meet that goal within the time frame that I had originally set for myself. But it didn't occur to me to deviate from my plan because I am the kind of person who builds a six-figure business. I am a six-figure business owner. I'm showing up as her again and again. And then, of course, it happened. And so when it happened, the reason why it didn't feel like you know, unicorns were prancing out of the sky was because it was what I was expecting. It was like, well, of course, duh, I am a six-figure business owner. (laughs) So actually, if I'm truthful, I don't even know the day that I crossed the line into six figures. Because, I mean, it happened um, some time ago now, obviously. But um, but because it was just so obvious that it was going to happen. And I was just showing up for it and expecting it to happen. And it's when you go all in, you allow yourself to build and cultivate that unwavering confidence. Well, that it's inevitable and it's happening. Because I'm not available for any alternative, okay? And so that's a couple of ways that it's panned out for me. And so the way that that made my life easier. Now, growing to six figures wasn't always an absolute breeze. But, um, and mostly the thing that wasn't a breeze was just kind of figuring out how to get there because we always want to figure out the how, but actually we need to allow the how to come to us. That's a whole other conversation episode in itself. But the way that this allowed things to be easier for me was I had one clear goal, one clear goal, one high level top line goal. And I could fix my sights on it and show up as the kind of person who Is somebody who's already achieved that every day when you have that it gives you that focus it helps you to do the work that really moves the needle and gets your business towards that goal rather than busying yourself with the busy work you know running around like headless chicken not achieving anything so it actually helps you to be more productive it helps you to hone to zero your focus and attention in on the things that matter. And again, I didn't slow myself down by trying to redecide every day. Oh, am I really going to go for six figures? Maybe I shouldn't. Maybe, maybe whatever I'm earning right now is enough. Like do I really need six figures? Like none of that stuff which can just really slow you down um, was slowing me down because I decided. I had gone all in. Let's talk about something that I didn't go all in on at first, okay? Let's be really real here. So I've shared on the show before about how I became oversubscribed. So currently I have a waiting list to work with me. Uh, I booked out my coaching practice, I believe it was in June, right up until the end of this year and kind of into early next year. So I have uh, a fully booked practice and a wait list of people waiting for future dated spaces. Now, that was something that I desired, but I didn't go all in on at first. Hmm. And so because I didn't go all in on it, I messed about with a few other things that took me off the course and made it slower. So here's a couple of things that I did. Or here's one thing in particular that I did that slowed me down because I wasn't all in. So I decided that was something that I desired fairly early on um, because I saw that actually being fully booked and having a wait list and being oversubscribed would be a great way to get to six figures, right? And I knew from my business model and my pricing and everything that that would actually be a um, really solid plan to get me there. But um, in my first year of business, I launched a course called Manifest Like a Mother. And now I have no regrets in launching that course because it was an amazing course. And I'm really proud of the work that I did in there. The women in there got some incredible results. And fun fact, a number of them, more than 50% of them, I'd have to do the math on that, but more than 50% of them converted into one-to-one clients anyway. So that wasn't a bad thing and I have no regrets there because we always learn from things but I do know that creating the course, marketing the course, launching the course and then the path that I went down after that of feeling like I wanted to launch something else which was FYI the launch that I've talked about before that I pulled the plug on. All of that took my focus away from making, filling my practice and getting fully booked and then oversubscribed my number one thing that I was pursuing and working towards, okay? So I was not all in on being oversubscribed at that point and it slowed me down. I know now with the benefit of of hindsight that I could have become oversubscribed, fully booked way sooner had I gone all in on that goal, It's making sense. So like I said, I have no regrets because I've learned from that and actually it was a really great experience. But when you don't go all in on a goal, you slow yourself down because you allow yourself to focus and direct your attention and energy on other things that don't align to the thing that you should otherwise be all in on. Does this make sense? So I wanted to share that with you because I wanted to give you some of that context of what it actually also looks like when you don't go all in. So those are some of the things that I've gone all in on and how they have, how going all in has really served me, made my life easier, made my headspace a clearer place. If I'm honest, I sleep easier because I'm not deciding things all the time. I get on with things because I'm not deciding things all the time. I am all in and I am manifesting things more easily because when you are all in and you are being the type of person who has already achieved the thing that you desire, then you're a vibrational match for the things you want. So yeah, manifestation hack too. And so now, of course, I am all in on becoming a millionaire. I am being a millionaire in my thoughts and my actions and my feelings to the best of my current ability because I am unavailable for any alternative. I have no real idea exactly how I'm going to scale my business to seven figures or receive a million pounds in another way because I'm open to it coming in any way that it likes to but, and I have no idea when exactly that might happen, but I have no shadow of a doubt that it's going to happen because I'm all in. I am not available for any alternative and I'm all in and it feels fun to be all in. Being all in doesn't mean hustling your way there or grinding your way there. It just means having decided and being the sort of person who. So I am the sort of person who makes a million pounds, at least a year. Now that's not my current financial reality, but I don't care because I know I just need to wait for reality to catch up. I am all in. And so when you're all in, guess what? You don't have to feel impatient. So I don't feel impatient about, okay, admittedly I'm human occasionally sometimes the impatience creeps in but it doesn't last for long because I'm all in and I fundamentally believe and know that I will make it happen and that it's possible for me and so because I'm not available for any alternative I can let go of the timeline and I can let go of the how it doesn't matter to me because I am just the type of person who makes a million pounds and more and therefore it feels inevitable for me. So when you go all in, you get to lean into this feeling of inevitability, which really serves you, okay? And so because I'm going all in on this particular goal, it helps me to align my state, my energy, how I'm showing up with that goal and take actions from there. It helps me to open up to inspiration and creativity that aligns with that because I'm all in. If I wasn't all in on this goal of making a million, I'd be wasting precious time right now worrying about if it's possible for me and doubting myself and that is a choice oh that can be hard to hear sometimes right worrying and doubting once you know that you are in charge of your thoughts and you can notice them and choose different ones then it's a choice to keep thinking them it's a choice to notice a thought coming in that's not serving you and allowing it to sit there and attaching yourself to the motion of the thing right? But when you become really conscious to your thoughts, which is one of the things I'm always encouraging you, that's why I'm always encouraging you to do some mindset work. When you are conscious of your thoughts and you start to be the observer of your thoughts, then you can see if they align with the thing that you've gone all in on and it makes it much easier to catch them, reframe them and choose a different thought in that moment. So it's not about being perfect and having perfect thoughts and taking perfect action. Don't misunderstand me, but going all in is another way that you can become really conscious to your thoughts. And so when you're all in, then you are dedicated and committed to thinking better thoughts, thinking thoughts that serve you. And I know that worrying about if I can earn a million pounds or how I'm going to earn it or when it's going to happen. I know that doesn't serve me. I know that doubting myself doesn't serve me. So largely I just don't do it, but I largely just don't do it because I have trained myself to observe my thoughts and be really vigilant about what crosses that path of my brain and go, oh, no, your name's not down. You're not coming in. <laughs> okay. The other aspect of this that I want to bring to you today is some signs that you're not all in. So let's look for those telltale signs and this can happen to all of us. So it's not about making you wrong and uh, making ourselves wrong. I am not a fan of that. That is also a waste of energy, <laughs> but it's about noticing where you could course correct, where you could actually let go of a goal because the reason you're not all in is because it doesn't really align to you. If it, it's something you feel like you should be doing and also identifying the things that feel really great to you, but you haven't gone all in on that you could today. Day, commit to going all in on so here are some of the signs number one is your language so if you're talking about your goals or things that you would like to achieve do be and have then phrases like i'd quite like to or i hope that or someday i would like to or worse must be nice for them or i'll never be able to or i wish i could anything like that is going to be a very telltale sign. Now, whether that is language that you're actually using verbally or language that you're using in your own mind, doesn't matter. That's a great sign that you're not all in. It doesn't mean that we never have any negative thoughts like I just explained, but if that is your predominant narrative, then you're not all in. The other absolute alarm bell <laughs> that goes off that shows to me that you're not all in and should sh- or shows to me to myself that I'm not all in and can indicate to you that you're not all in is you're still deciding. <laughs> if you're still deciding, if you're having to use willpower, if you're having to try to set things up to force you to do something or commit something, if it feels really hard and draining energetically, then you're not all in because you haven't decided. As soon as you've decided, it's done. You have cut yourself off to all alternatives. You're unavailable for the alternatives. It just is happening, right? So for example, you know I like to talk about a morning mindset routine and I have a really solid one because I am just the type of person who has a solid morning routine. <laughs> now, I don't need to decide every morning, am I going to journal? I just journal. I am just the sort of person who journals, right? I don't need willpower because I'm all in on that. I know how it serves me. And so I went all in on that a long time ago. So I stopped having to decide. So if you're still deciding something, so maybe for you, it's your morning mindset routine. If you're still deciding every morning, oh, am I actually going to do this? Or, oh, am I going to go to the gym? Or uh, am I going to check my finances this Friday? Like I promised myself I would every Friday. I don't know maybe I should, maybe I should do this other thing instead. If you're still deciding, you're not all in. The other way that you can tell that you're not all in on something is that you have reasons, excuses, circumstances, (laughs) all of the above, uh, and you're arguing for them and you're allowing them to feel like limitations. And like I've said before, the only limitations that you have are those that you choose to accept. And so when you're all in, you're taking responsibility for the thing. You are saying, yes, I've decided. And so I will do my best to take the action that I know how to take and I will expect the universe to surprise and delight me by throwing circumstances, people, opportunities, inspiration, whatever I need in my path to help me, but I am showing up for this thing and I'm taking charge of my part. When you take charge, then you don't allow reasons, excuses, and circumstances to stand in your way because you are just the type of person who's making this thing happen. So you just see those as obstacles that you can overcome, not things that are limiting you and preventing you from getting towards the thing because you're all in on the thing, right? The last thing is, of course, your behavior. So if you look at your goal, what is the thing that you are not quite all in on or want to be all in on, or think maybe you are all in on, whatever that is, then look at your goal and look at your behavior. Do they line up? (laughs) And I mean, generally, of course, we're all humans. We're not perfect and it's not about being perfect, but on a general basis is the behavior that you are taking part in are the actions that you're taking the way that you're showing up for the thing whatever that thing is could be your business specific goal in your business does it line up with the goal for example are you regularly acting like a six-figure business owner if that's your goal are you regularly acting like the sort of person who is fully booked if that's your goal are you regularly acting like the sort of person who has a book deal if that's your goal so that's another great telltale sign that you're not all in is if, generally speaking, your behavior is not lining up to the goal or the thing that you're working towards. Because when you are all in and you're just being that person now, you'll notice it much quicker if your actions aren't lining up and you course correct and then move on. Okay, And so it helps you to be more efficient at actually getting towards the goal when you are all in. Okay, so the last thing I wanna leave you with here is just this, go all in, my love. You've got really no reason not to. You don't wanna look back and wish you'd gone all in. Go all in on whatever is your dream, your goal, your thing that you want to be, do, or have. You can make a decision. You can make a decision right now to go all in. Or you can keep deciding. You can keep doubting, worrying, and taking up that precious brain power. Or just decide. I recommend just deciding, I'm all in on this business, 100%, you can say to yourself, or I am all in on this big kind of scary goal, or I'm all in on being the sort of person who does money mindset work every day. just had to throw that one in. (laughs) I couldn't resist it. So can you do that right now? Can you think about whatever it is that you want to achieve and just go all in. What's stopping you? And that's a genuine question. If you feel like you can't go all in, really have a look at that. Shine a light on it, journal it out, dismantle it, shift it, and then move on and decide and go all in. Because that doubt, those reasons, those excuses why you feel you can't go all in, they're not serving you. And ultimately though, you can just decide right here and right now. I'm all in. Do you know what I'd really love? I'd love you to shout that. I'd love you to put your arms in the air and shout, I'm all in, you hear me universe? I'm all in, let's do this. I mean, that just gives me goosebumps even saying it. (laughs) And if you do that, and if you shout that, you'll know because you'll get the goosebumps. You'll know how powerful you are because you really are. You are empowered to decide. You are empowered to go all in. It's your choice. It's your decision to make. You can choose to go all in because you are limitless after all my love, don't forget that. Okay, let's do today's dash of woo. What the heck is a dash of woo? A dash of woo is a mindset or manifestation tip designed to take what we've been talking about and give it that extra sparkle, pizzazz, oomph, as you integrate it into your life. So what I want you to do for today's dash of woo is this. You can either do this as a visualization or a journaling exercise, whichever works best for you. But I want you to get clear on that goal, that vision, that thing that you want to go all in on really feel into it. Imagine you've already achieved it. What does it feel like? What does your life look like? How do you feel? And now think of the path between where you are now and there. Do you want to go all in and show up for that path? Or do you want to kind of meander, get lost in the words, sit down and just refuse to even walk on the path for a while, get really hot and tired, probably hangry, just me? (laughs) You get the idea though, right? I want you to clearly see that while the all-in path might not be paved with rose petals the entire way, it is a clear path and you can simply show up each day, fix your sights on the goal at the end of the path and take a step forward. Easy breezy, right? Because you're all in. Whereas not being all in means you have to decide each day, am I even getting on the path? (laughs) And that just sounds like harder work to me. And so Now write down, if you're doing this in your journal or tell the universe out loud, and you know, your subconscious at the same time, that you're all in. Shout it if you dare, like I just described. Add to it a power pose with those arms flung high in the air just to get that biological response too. And do it, go on, go all in. And then now imagine or write down what it feels like to take that first committed all-in step on that path one step closer to that goal and to that vision. See yourself being that person who has already achieved that goal and step into that version of you as you step onto the all in path. Yay. So beautiful. Okay. So if you enjoyed today's show, bit of a pep talk, wasn't it? Um, then let me know. And do you know what actually I would love? I would love to hear your declaration of being all in. Send me a DM on Instagram at Corrie Javid and tell me what you're all in on. Or send me an email to support at corriejavid.com. I will read it personally and personally reply and tell me what you're all in on. And doing that, sending me that message aside from just making my day is also a really great way of solidifying that intention and being like yes I am all in plus I'm the kind of person who's inclined to surprise and delight action takers so you never know how one of those actions might pay off for you if you want to find out more about today's show head over to the show notes you can find at Coryjavid.com forward slash podcast forward slash all in or if you're ready to take action if you're in this high vibe place of being all in and you want to do something right now head over to the limitless mother template shop at corriejavid.com forward slash shop and see if we've got something there that can help you make your first step on the path to success be a shortcut happy days again that's corriejavid.com forward slash shop until next time my love go all in